Around town, we're having a look back at 2016. It's been a bit of a strange year for the world, but one in which there's plenty of things to see and do around Hong Kong. Keep on listening to find out what some of the best events last year were and what we can look forward to in 2017. We'll start off with all the theatre that passed through Hong Kong. Something that I love to talk about around town is what show is passing through town. 2016 had an array of great performances from dance to comedy to magic and musicals. Let's have a look at what we saw last year. Starting off with a dance number, Swan Lake on Ice. This show features some amazingly talented ice skaters in a great adaption of Swan Lake at the beginning of the year in March. Oka Shurintenko stars in this production and she shares what she thinks are some of the best moments in the show. The thing is, I can say that it uh, doesn't matter who is coming to watch the show, they will find something different. And for everybody, I know that already, uh, being on tour for quite a long time with this show as well, uh, everybody will find something special inside this. For somebody, it's an excitement moment of the um, aerial acrobatic. For somebody, it's a beautiful figure skating of uh, when the swans are arriving. Uh, swans reveal is one of the one of the beautiful pieces inside our show. Uh, for me personally. Uh, um, I'm, you know, being a figure skater, I always, well, I was a dancer in figure skating, so I always skated with a partner. So for me, uh, when I've got my prince, <laughs> as a white swan, I've got my prince on stage. This is the most beautiful things, the adagios that uh, we do. It's most exciting for me and most beautiful one. But uh, particularly one uh, inside the second second um, act of the of our of our performance, there is a trio piece, which uh, which um, uh, Prince White Swan and Black Swans are skating together, and it's a moment, a very important moment for the story, very important moment for the show, and for me, it's a very touching uh, musically and emotionally, a very touching. Uh, so this is a beautiful, uh, beautiful piece that you, you know, you would probably have to bring your tissues with you because you might cry and that. Not one month later, we had an entirely new experience come to Hong Kong, a group of top-tier magicians called The Illusionists. Magic acts have not been the biggest deal in Hong Kong previously, but people were certainly very excited when The Illusionists came through town. Show producer Tim Cook shares why he thinks The Illusionists were so special. Yes, I think our timing was quite was well very lucky for us I have to say because of the success we had been producing Cirque shows for a long time yeah. we recently actually brought in Adrenaline um, to Hong Kong just before Christmas I think it was um, but this really was the first group magic show of its type um, and we've um, been complimented by a few people trying to do the same and including Chris Angel um, but their shows haven't really taken off I think, I think because our show really sort of captures your attention from beginning to end, and if you're like me and my partner with very short concentration spans, <laughs> this is the show for you because right. it's really two, three minutes uh, of, of entertainment of, of one magician followed by another, followed by another. So, you know, the, it's the pace and there's also a lot of humor in it. So there's the humor and spectacle. And as I say, you know, the, the skills, of course, are, are breathtaking. So it's, it's just captivating from beginning to end. We also had something else a bit different come to Hong Kong, a very British comedy based on the stories of Jeeves and Worcester. A captivating romp through complicated storyline where you are in fact encouraged to get lost in the plot. I must say though, I thoroughly enjoyed the show and hope that you guys managed to catch it as well. The show also received great critical praise and if ever passes through Hong Kong again, you'd be remiss to miss it. 
and it might even be worth watching it a second time to truly grasp the intricacies of the story. We also had some smaller indie flicks featured on Around Town. One of them was The Elephant Song, directed by Candice Moore. This show offered up a kind of dark comedy that brought in talent all the way from the UK. It certainly managed to bring a different type of theatre to Hong Kong, and I would look forward to any further productions from Candice Moore. Here she is with her favourite part of the show. One of the favourite parts for me is again the the flashback where we he's talking about his mother. His mother was an opera singer, mm-hmm. and we actually hear the mother sing. That's all I'll say without giving too much away. But that's <laughs> okay. a really cool moment. All right. Play. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like it's a big multimedia experience as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It okay. has. It's it's got. Yeah. It's not just the one setting. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Finally, we ended the year with Wicked, the much-acclaimed show that further explores the setting of The Wizard of Oz. I got to talk to a couple of people involved in the show, and my biggest takeaway from our conversation is that every one of them had a different favorite part or scene. It really showed to me how universal and diverse this musical could be, and how easy it is to love this show. Thankfully, it's not too late to catch this in Hong Kong, and if you're lucky, there may even be a few tickets left. Check it out on HK Ticketing. Here are the leading actors, Carly Anderson and Jacqueline Hughes, who let us know what their favorite part in the musical is. Favorite moment, I think, would have to be this really beautiful moment that happens halfway through Act One. We call it Alphabet's Dance, and it's the first time that we see Glinda use her position of popularity, I suppose, and do something good with it for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the. Equally, it's, it's one of my favourite moments. It's the first time they both really accept each other for who they are. Um, put aside their differences and accept each other. It's the first time Elphaba has ever been accepted by anyone. She's never been accepted by her father. By you know, she's never been loved really. And Glinda helps with that. <laughs> and the, and then the, again, the scene following that is is one of my favourites, is the popular scene. Um, and we have lots and lots of fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, you must have done that hundreds of times by now, and it seems like you still enjoy it, just recalling it. Yeah. Every, you know what, every night is different with this show. Yeah. Every audience we get is is different and and that's what helps us with this show it you know we go on this different journey every evening we both continue to invest into these characters and into the story and ultimately we just want to tell this story the best that we can aside from theater we also covered a few musical acts nothing big but definitely more indie stuff one of them was western district as they ventured into the realm of musicals with john and jen This production was small but very unique in their approach, taking a small musical ensemble and putting their own twist on the story. Star of the show, Sarah Martin, shares her thoughts on the musical. It really navigates the emotional boundaries of relationships, and it's I think everybody can relate to it, regardless of what kind of relationship you have with, you know, a brother or sister, a father or mother, um, and it's. It's, you know, I'm singing it, so obviously I get lost in it. But I, people who have uh, watched it and helped us along the way, sort of get lost, and it is very emotional. And I think music should do that. And if you enjoy music and you enjoy shows, you should go for that reason. Western District are still around and performing new shows every few months. Check out their Facebook page by searching for Western District. I also talked to The Anello this year, one of the year's hottest musical acts, simply because of their charisma and approach to music. They like to combine technology and classic instruments to create a very unique sound that is easy to enjoy. Not to mention their lyrics that tend to focus on deep topics and Hong Kong as well. 
Here is a short clip of their music. Just reach out your hand and then say, let's help another race live. Don't be abrasive. If we keep hiding what's at stake, since we need a meal today, we're no better than our fellow man. You know that we are still standing tall. The Anello are still performing around town. Check out their Facebook page for info on upcoming gigs. The Hong Kong Youth Arts Foundation also put on a number of cool events last year. I covered Pull Back the Curtain Again, a script writing course designed to help students write their very own screenplay. They also repeated the annual tradition of ocean conservation with Ocean Art Walk, sure to repeat again this year. And more recently, they put on their city dancing event, a fascinating combination of dancers from all walks of life to put on a stunning performance, hundreds of dancers strong. Here is the artistic director, Giselle, on what made that event so special. It's so much more than that. The hall, even when we're working with all the dancers and everything, it was really clear from the beginning that it's about building the relationship with people, whether it be amongst themselves, rooting them with strength to go out when they go and meet these communities, to speak with them, and to actually see each other. Eye to eye, see different people and to have them feel love. So dance is the foundation, but love is the unity and it's to bring people together. So in essence, it's There are also a lot of new events coming through Hong Kong as well. One of them was Formula E, where we saw Central transformed into a racetrack over the weekend for an exciting day of electronically powered racing. No crashes happened during the Hong Kong series, and we won't know the final results of the whole season until later in 2017, but Swiss driver Sebastian Boemi took the lead by the end of the race and held it into the next series in Marrakesh. There are still 10 more races to go, with the event also passing through Argentina, Mexico, Monaco, France, Germany, Belgium, US, and Canada. I also covered some smaller things to do around Hong Kong, from various hobbies that you could try out, to art, and I even did a wrap-up of some of the top party rooms in Hong Kong. One of the things that stood out among the pack, though, was Virtual Porto, taking advantage of the new virtual reality craze sweeping the world. Virtual Porto offers a fun and safe space to try out virtual reality for yourself. Eric lets us know what makes VR so special. Uh, when I first saw VR and the hype around it in 2014, I thought, wow, this is something very new. And then I started buying uh, some of the headsets and I tried it for the first time and it blew my mind. To be in another environment without actually being there and feel so immersed, it was so amazing to me. Yeah, And then, and then I thought, wow, if I could do this and have someone play with me, have a friend or a buddy do that with me as well, it's just going to be on a whole new level. Yeah, and it's just, honestly, uh, gaming in VR is going to be the future. You can, when people play games now, they can do it on the computer, but wouldn't it be so much better when you're actually there and can feel the sound and pull the trigger and let that translate in-game? Yeah, so VR, not only is it for entertainment purposes, there are also a multitude of applications as well. And that just about wraps up our 2016 wrap-up. 
Of course, there was a lot more in Hong Kong to do and talk about, and this is only the highlights. 2017 should prove to be an even more exciting time for Hong Kong culture, so stay tuned to Around Town for the latest scoop on what to expect. Meanwhile, I've been Thomas Latter reporting for Around Town. Catch you next week.